Everyone, welcome to the show. I have news about many of the investigations into Donald Trump and his allies. So first up, special counsel Jack Smith has issued subpoenas to numerous Secret Service agents assigned to Trump, and they're expected to testify within the next few weeks. It was also just reported that the special counsel is honing in on the White House meeting that took place in December. This was in 2020. Um, it was specifically December 18th. Others have testified that in that meeting, attorney Sidney Powell and former National Security Advisor Mike Flynn were trying to convince Trump to seize voting machines throughout the country. And according to people with inside knowledge of the special counsel's grand jury, Ken Cuccinelli testified that he informed Trump that the seizure of the machines would be illegal. Now, Cuccinelli was at the time of the election um, or right after the election, he was the acting deputy secretary of the Department of Homeland Security. And in addition to Cuccinelli testifying, apparently Trump's acting secretary of the Department of Homeland Security and Trump's then national security advisor have also testified before the grand jury. And they were also asked about this meeting in December of 2020. The national security advisor, which is Robert O'Brien, he allegedly told the special counsel that he, quote, made clear there was no evidence of foreign interference affecting voting machines. That was Trump's person, Trump's administration. And to make matters worse for Trump, an appeals court just denied his appeal regarding the grand jury testimony of his chief of staff and other White House members. So Mark Meadows, Dan Scavino, Stephen Miller, people like that, people from the Trump administration will be forced to testify and they will not be able to use executive privilege to refuse to answer questions. So this is a sign that the special counsel is really drilling down on the details about January 6th and the fake electors plot. Some of these people like Mark Meadows, namely, you know, they might have some information about the classified documents, but the majority have nothing to do with that case, the, the ones that they're talking about hearing from. And these were some of the closest people to Trump in his administration. So it signals that the attempted coup investigation is probably nearing an end, you know, outside of Trump's children or Trump himself. These people are the top of the food chain. And to that point, Trump's vice president, Mike Pence, was also being asked to testify. You guys probably remember he tried to get out of it. The judge ordered him that he had to testify on certain issues. So he just announced that he's not going to appeal that court's decision. Um, Trump could still appeal that, but he keeps losing all of his appeals on this issue. So he'll lose. Um, so Pence could end up before the grand jury this month. You know, but we could see movement very soon because Pence would really be the linchpin. You know, he is the one outside of Mark Meadows. Pence is the one who had direct communication with Trump and can testify to Trump's state of mind and how much Trump was pressuring him to help overturn the election. So Pence and Mark Meadows, those are the two that I want most of all before that grand jury. And then it's also being reported that Trump has raised $10 million since his indictment was announced a week ago. He's going to need that money because Forbes just reported that Trump's net worth plummeted nearly $1 billion. 
Uh, now, a great deal of that loss has to do with Trump's failing social media site. According to Forbes, quote, if people continue to join at the current pace and assuming that no one quits or dies, Truth Social will not hit his projected 81 million users until 2086. By that point, Trump would be 140 years old. A more likely outcome, Truth Social will join Trump Stakes, Trump University, and GoTrump.com in the graveyard of failed Trump ventures. <laughs> and Trump is facing legal trouble on that front as well, because remember, the company is being investigated for money laundering and other potential crimes. Um, so in regard to Georgia and their grand jury case, I wanted to share with you guys, I've heard a lot of online chatter about the district attorney announcing charges on May 1st. I haven't been able to pin that down. I haven't been able to reliably source that date. So unless one of you knows of some announcement that I'm not aware of, you know, which you can drop it below in the comments, um, here's what I believe may have been the impetus for this, what, where this may have originated. As I mentioned in a previous video, a special grand jury can't issue indictments. They can only make rec recommendations. So that's what the DA had impaneled was a special grand jury. So the DA would need to impanel a regular grand jury to review all of the evidence that the special grand jury already looked at, and then they make indictment decisions. And in Fulton County, Georgia, grand juries are sworn in every two months, at the beginning of every two months. So it's possible that DA Fonnie Willis impaneled a grand jury at the beginning of March, and she's just kept it under wraps. In which case, they may be wrapping up at the end of this month, at the end of April. That seems unlikely, though, you know, given how closely the media has been following the grand jury investigation in Georgia. I would think there would be something that would have been leaked by now or someone would have noticed extra precautions being taken with the grand jury members, something like that. So if D.A. Willis missed the, the March 1st start date, that would mean that the next available time to impanel a grand jury would be May 1st. So that could be where people are getting this May 1st date from. But in addition to all of that, um, the speedy trial laws dictate that a defendant has a right to a trial within two months of the dissolution of a grand jury. So the DA could be working to get all of her ducks in a row, dot all her I's, cross all of her T's before May 1st, because she knows once that grand jury ends, she has to hit the ground running with the indictments and, and a potential trial. So she's going to be under a time crunch. So that could be it. She could have been, you know, getting all this ready, getting all the paperwork ready, and then she's going to launch this grand jury May 1st, and then she'll make a decision, you know, or they'll make a decision, and then she'll officially file after that. We'll see. All right, guys, when I hear more, I'll let you know. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Please like this video, share it with everyone you know. Please become a subscriber if you have not already. Um, tell your friends and family to subscribe. It really helps with keeping the show moving forward and uh, getting funding in <laughs> to keep it going. And if you can become a, a financial supporter of the show, that is also so truly appreciated. Love you guys. Take care and I'll talk with you soon.